love Monday. Welcome to the I Love Monday Night Live show. I'm your host, Carlo, Mr. Monday. And with me tonight is the electrifying Don Zolo. Electrifying. Yeah! Electrifying. Yeah! I like it. How are you doing? It's, it's, it's better than feminine. I'll take that. Uh, that seems to be the other one that's floating around this well, they didn't. They've been saying you were upset about that, and I know you uh, started going out. You went. You joined Tinder after that last show? Yeah, just, just, just to show you just, masculinity. Just to show. <laughs> Demonstration. How'd you get the ever-popular Fitzy to come on our show tonight? Uh, I've rolled with Fitzy here and there in stand-up comedy circles, and I uh, was like, like, he's perfect for this. He's, he's, he's a New England guy. He's something, that guy. Yeah, he is. Can't wait to talk to him. So May 16th, we got our big show. Mm-hmm. Yeah! Donnie, I heard you're like the secret weapon. Yeah, I'm for, uh, secret because I didn't make any of the advertisements. <laughs> and I'm not bitter about it at all. <laughs> Do you notice that there's no pictures of Donnie on the show? <laughs> they put McCluskey and a fucking mask on over me. <laughs> so you're going to open for Lenny Clark, and we're going to have Goose there and mm-hmm. John Fury. It's going to be a great time. When is that, Kluski? May 16th, right? May 16th. It's at uh, a week from Wicks this Thursday. It's going to be a big party. Big old good time. We have two Super Bowls uh, rings between all of us. Who? You and me, Saragusa, um, Lenny. Fiori, between all of us, we have two Super Bowl rings. <laughs> what are the two? Goose has one. Oh, Goose only has one? Goose only has one, yeah. <laughs> what, what a loser. It's so big, it's like the size of the <laughs> True, exactly. <laughs> what, what a loser. <laughs> hey, tell him that Thursday when you see him. I, yeah. Let me know how you make out. I'm going to open with that. Do it after you do your comedy, because you'll never be able to get on the stage if you say it to him before. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> so, he strikes me as a fun dude. Uh, hilarious. I, I remember when I was watching him in the Super Bowl, they used to do those uh, intro shots of like... Uh, they'd, they'd announce your name and then they'd show you like just standing on camera live, but you wouldn't say anything. And they, they keep panning and panning and going to the next one and the next one. And Goose just came out and he had a, a, a do-rag on his head. I was like, I remember laughing out loud, like watching that. I was like, this is pretty fucking funny. Goose is a fun dude. He, uh, I can tell you a lot of stories. My best friend lived with him for three years out in Indy. Right. He played for the Colts and I got some stories. We'll talk about it that Thursday night. What's up with the Celts and Bruins? What do you think about them right now? Uh, I feel a lot more confident right now in the Bruins. Um, and I feel like if the Bruins get past this round, which I'm, I'm I'm, confident in, they're on their way to the Stanley Cup. I think so, too. I stopped watching the Celtics, but I'm not going to lie, I broke down. I, la- st- I started watching them again, and then they started losing the playoffs. So I, think you I, might take stop. A, I think you should take a vacation. I think it's perfect yeah. that we're airing this during the show, during the game. Right. Because they'll, they'll most likely win now that Carlo's not involved in it. Yeah. The Marcus Smart's going to play tonight. He is. He's back. And I actually think that's going to have a huge in, uh, huge impact because there are gaping holes in the Celtics' defense right now. Horrible. It's brutal. And they need a little toughness, and I can't believe that I'm saying this, but I think Marcus Smart is the X factor in this thing. I really do. Uh, I just hope he's able to play enough minutes because he hasn't played in almost a month. And, you know. You know what, though? He does the little things. He'll get you five boards. He'll get you two steals. He'll get you a block. He'll score eight points. He's gonna get, He's the guy that they say doesn't show up in the stat sheet. And, and Dirt that's dog. I think, yeah. I he think has that's the intangible. What, he, 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 is, he has no shortage of intangibles. It's just the, uh, the tangible three-point percentage. I want to wring his fucking neck. But other than that, I'm, he, I'm on board with that. What happens guy. is he hits one. Like, and then he feels good, and, he feels and he's good. like, we're launching five more. That's kind of probably like how you are when you play. It's kind of, well, yeah. no, mine is kind of like I, I hit five in a row, and I miss one, and I'm in just disbelief. I, I don't <laughs> fucking believe that didn't go in. <laughs> I don't know sports. You guys said gaping holes and just firing them in. And you, I have you, you have a gaping hole, Okay. 
I do, but that comes from practice and root beer cans. <laughs> Tell us who Miss Monday this week is, please. Miss Monday this week is Asma from Pakistan. She is an entrepreneur running an organic clothing company. Uh, it's called Asma's Dream, as well as a nonprofit. She's opening a brick and mortar store in Salem, so we'll be able to go physically touch the uh, shirts and dresses or what. I don't know exactly what she makes, but she made Miss Monday. That's pretty cool. She did make Miss Monday, and I got to tell you, uh, Asma's leaving me breathless. She's a, She's a beautiful woman. Yeah. Wow. You know what I mean? I, I hope it's not just the clothes. She's the most beautiful woman from Pakistan that I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, I would. I would. And you know what's great about her? She loves what she do. She, she, she does. She loves what she does. She's very happy. She you has know, organic clothes. Do you know who else loves what he do? Who? John's Roast Beef. Oh, John's Roast if Beef. If you want John's Roast Beef, you can call 781-595-6105 for the best roast beef and seafood around. That's Tasso from John's Roast Beef, our sponsor. Are you sure he's not holding Ashma's baby? How? <laughs> I've never asked about this, but like, why is it John's Roast Beef if it's Tasso? Because it's a legendary. Dad. Oh, yeah, that's oh, John. Oh, yeah, right. we're talking. We're going back you know to like saying? the boats didn't have motors, and that's how those people came over. And I, I don't understand Greeks. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand Greeks either. No, no, he's not here to defend himself. So. Let's go right to shoot the shit. Virgin male who's been in a five-year relationship was taught sexual foreplay on a puppet. Tommy Wah who is 27 years old, and his fiance Winnie, 23, are waiting until after the marriage to have sex. The pair met at a Bible group, and Winnie said that she was wowed by Toby Waz's intelligence. <laughs> Christian couple, this, these, they, they basically attended a sex therapy thing because, you know, they're trying to stay abstinent until they're married. It's a vow. It's sacred. So what they're doing is practicing oral sex on a puppet. So pu- th- oh, my God. Yeah. Can you pronounce the names again, please? Uh, well, the 27-year-old man was named Tommy Wah, and the fiancé was named Wumi. So the guy's a virgin, but the girl's not. No, they're both very virgin. Um, very. No, she got harpooned before, because she said she's not a virgin. All right? No, she He's fell a virgin. on a fence post at 8, but that's not included in the story. We just dug up deep on her. The real thing what happened here is that they needed a therapist to show them, once, once it's okay in the eyes of God, where am I supposed to put my face? I mean, back in the day, like, the woman usually was supposed to be a virgin, and the guy usually, was, you know, went to a gutter hooker or something. Yeah. The math doesn't really work out on that, but okay. Yeah. But this one's, this one's like, the opposite. What's going on with this? Again, I think you're reading into this. We don't know that she's not a virgin. You seem to think you know these people. He just read it. He just read and said it was a virgin. Carl, this yeah. also isn't included in the story, but I'm pretty sure that the volcano would explode if he had sex with a non-virgin. Okay. <laughs> But what's all these, like, premarital classes they have today? Like, for, I mean, what, what about, like, natural instincts? Yeah. Trial and error. A porno mag. Yeah. Like, I'd rather be more embarrassed with, like, a, 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 uh, an embarrassing sexual encounter than a, I mean, than a let's go to an adult to teach me this at 30. Well, that's what's funny is there's no, like, academic degree for that. So the guy who's sitting in that chair is basically saying whatever he wants to these people, right? He, the, guy, the guy that's holding the puppet... He looks like he crushes Klusky, a Klusky, would you have sex with a puppet? A boy puppet or a girl puppet? <laughs> One with strings. If Are Pinocchio had long hair and his butt was made of silk, absolutely. Okay. Okay, let's go to the next one. Man shoots his girlfriend and her son over an argument that Chevy is better than a Ford. 56-year-old Mark Turner, charged with felony, malicious wounding, use of a firearm and the commission of a felony, and possession of a firearm by a felon. 
basically, he stabbed his girlfriend in the back, shot her five times in the leg, then shot her son in the arm, and then ricocheted bullets ended up hurting two people because he disagreed as to whether Ford was better than Chevy. It's a great reason to kill somebody. I think somebody. So. Yeah. I just like that somebody has strength in their convictions. Yeah. And only five bullets in their gun. I mean, what about those, like, bumper stickers? You got, like, the kid with the hat on backwards peeing on, like, the Ford emblem or, like, the other I like that they Chevy. take the extra step to have the hat on backwards to symbolize, hey, fuck authority. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know? What do you think about those clusters? Because if they didn't do that, that would be a very respectful pissing on it. I was going to say, if it was, like, a college professor pissing on it, then I would be like, oh, this guy probably knows what he's talking about. But if it's <laughs> some kid with his hat backwards, I think he's the fucking asshole. Like, if I'm going to listen to anybody pissing on anything, I want him to have a tweed jacket with patches on the <laughs> Yes. Uh, Elbows. This, yeah. is, this is hillbilly shit, you know, if you think about it. Oh, oh really? If you think about it? Yeah. Like, we, 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 had, we had to put a lot of thought into that. Shooting someone over whether Ford is better than Chevy. Engine worship? It's kind of weird. I don't have a truck. Are you a Ford or a Chevy guy? I would go Ford because I uh, my first car was a Thunderbird. A Larry Thunderbird. Really? That's what I called it. The, first, <laughs> the 1984 MVP edition. That's what I called it. How come you don't like see like emblems with like a guy, a guy who owns a Subaru pissing on a guy who owns a Cadillac? Because <laughs> only lesbians own Subarus. That's that's, why. that's not what makes it a Subaru would, a Subaru. That'd be that'd be that'd be a that'd be a Subaru's a, a great car. That'd be an aggressive uh, statement though. If you just had a lesbian squatting pissing on like a Camry or something. It's, it's got a better roof rack. <laughs> uh, more 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 backpack space. Come on. <laughs> All right. Huge landslide in Bolivia that sweeps away 66 houses. A landslide demolished 66 homes in the Bolivian capital of La Paz. Look at this. One person was left injured from the oh. incident in San Jorge. Officials said 88 families were left without homes. The properties were illegally built on a plot that used to be a landfill in the 1980s. So the this was basically just VHS tapes that was holding this up. Newspapers. Godboard. Yeah. Actually, the, the VHS tapes are still being taped over in the 80s. So they're, they're, I, can, I can assure you there's no VHS tapes in there. Are there any... Uh, if this was built in 2000, you'd have a, uh, a leg to stand on. Do you have any taped over VHS tapes we might want to get our hands on? Or? <laughs> I'm sure I do. Actually, you know what? I still got VHS tapes floating around somewhere. Uh, I'd like to see what's on them. I have a lot of, like... We had the, the shoulder video camera, and I'm like, I want to, like... We probably have like 40 tapes. I don't know what's on them. Family I'd, tapes? Yeah. I'm like... I have a dark room or video converter and have hand lotion if you want to come by later. <laughs> Isn't it great that we live in Boston and we don't have to worry about like landslides, not really tornadoes, not too... But all yeah, but that was a bad tornado in Revere, remember, a few years ago. I was blown away by that. I was in Newport when that happened. I woke up and they're like, dude, a tornado just ran through Revere. And I was like, what? Huh? Like, I didn't believe it. It, no it knocked my Uncle Salve, who was 101 at the time, was 106 now, his, his um, chimney right off his house. From, uh, the, from the Revere Skating Rink. Okay. Because it blew off the roof. The Bobby Orr Revere Skating Rink yeah. guy, that's always the story here. They built that place because of Bobby Orr. That's how popular he was. That's just, like, that's why MDC rinks went up everywhere in like the 70s of, and 80s was because of Bobby Orr. Um, I remember I did the, I did a stand-up comedy show fundraiser for the recovery, Rivera recovery from the tornado. And it was at Wonderland Ballroom, which holds, I don't know, at least a thousand people. And they had 14 shows. 2,000 Spanish people. 14. <laughs> 14 people show up. And seven of them were about 90 feet to my right, and seven of them were 90 feet to my left. And by the way, I just did right. Uh, seven, 
Yeah, but the viewers. Yeah, that's what I was doing. I was being considerate. Yeah. Anyways, uh, I just remember being like, I can't fucking believe this. There is literally like 180 empty square feet in front of me. It was just it was nuts. They, they made a lot of money during that fundraiser. It's yeah, just... we were able to uh, restore the lawn chair. Yeah, I was going to say, it was uh, hard to tell what was destroyed. Actually, Revere took a pretty decent beating on that. They uh, did. I was actually shocked at that. I couldn't believe it. It was weird. Yeah, there were like munchkins everywhere. There's not many tornadoes. You know, you didn't grow up with many tornadoes. Worcester gets them occasionally, but it's like once every like I don't know, ten years. Oh, you don't get earthquakes around here. I mean, we get bl we get snow, we get blizzards. That's a big deal. Everywhere you go, there's gonna be something that fucks with you. Like you right. know, you're gonna get earthquakes, you're gonna get blizzards, you're gonna get overwhelming heat. There's gonna be drought. It's just we Locus. have we just have uh, we have angry people with a lot of snow. That's what we have. We got weather. Okay, a guy with guns and a machete arrested for robbing the same Dairy Queen twice in a day. An armed man who robbed the same Dairy Queen was arrested. His name was Levi Roberts. He walked into the Pueblo Eatery dressed in black, and he had three guns. Apparently two wasn't getting the job done. He returned two hours later, and staff found him outside with a gun and a machete. He was trying to rob the place again. Apparently this man lives and dies by peanut parfaits. That's insane. Like, one, that you go back twice. And then two, just stealing from a Dairy Queen. Like, What's your maximum take? Like what are you going to get there? Yeah. You 250 bucks on a good day? $102? And, and butterfinger yeah. topping. You could walk away with that whole cup. How about the kid from Revere? Because that's where you're from. We just talked about Revere. Oh. He, he robbed Walmart twice in the same day. They let him go the first time. They let him go? You guys know who I'm talking about. I thought he got away. No, they let him go the first time. Then the second time we went back, they finally arrested the kid. I didn't know he got... Stole a stereo the first time. <laughs> then he went back to still like a 70 inch screen big screen TV <laughs> like I mean come on dude like what's wrong with you? I didn't know that they caught him the first time and let him go that's balls to go back he went I mean well, this guy went back they don't do too. anything to you when you get away with it once why wouldn't you yeah but dude like seriously like I'd feel bad like I'd just be like ah oh, man you know like that overwhelming feeling of guilt like yeah I was just caught doing something wrong and most shoplifters don't share that with you yeah Tom. I suppose I'm this guy here ordered a blizzard the second time around <laughs> <laughs> Modern day love story, Tinder users go on their first date and get matching tattoos. College student Chris from Pennsylvania took to Twitter on Saturday, April 27th, to reveal the details of an impromptu date. The Slippery Rock University student said that he went to matchmaking, found a girl on Tinder, they went on one date and got four-leaf clover tattoos to match. That was so wild for the internet. They took a picture and that thing went viral. Now everybody well, is talking that. about she how cool this is. Vulva. It's yeah, it's, yeah. it's parallel to the Volvo, I would say. Yeah. I like to think the Celtics fans. That would be one option. I gotta think. To be honest with you, they didn't commit enough for me on a first date. Yeah, that's not a if, like, a shamrock tattoo. That's nothing. Pussies. What yeah. about getting like you? Get, get a tattoo. Get pussies. That's what I'm saying. Your girlfriend's or your boyfriend's name tattooed on you or your wife's. I still think that's stupid. I agree. You know, like yeah, I've it's I'm coming from a guy that has no tattoos. Well, wait, whose wife am I getting tattooed on? <laughs> what about guys who get their own name tattooed on themselves? I've like never, if you had a tattoo that said Donnie. I've like, never <laughs> thought about it, but that sounds like a fair idea. I'm gonna be Challenge. honest with you. But a lot of guys do that. They, I'm doing it reverse. So I think only that, I can appreciate that, it. Ooh, this yeah, this is juicy. For when we play one on one, maybe the loser gets the other guy's name tattooed on him. Oh. <laughs> Inside a shamrock. You know what? You'll lose on purpose. <laughs> Carlo ripped across my stomach in an arc. I bet you I can find more people that meet their match on Tinder willing to get a tattoo than to fuck the person that they met on Tinder. What about wedding rings? You're not meeting the right people on Tinder. <laughs> Do you ever see the wedding ring tattoos people get? 
Yeah, they tattoo the other person's name on their finger, right? Or like a, a ring. Like, I mean, it's... Oh, they tattoo like a ring. I've never seen yeah. that. Maybe like, these people are drunk and they woke up the next day and they realized, you know. But no one ever does anything bad when they're drunk. I don't know. It's not that big a deal to get a tattoo. Oh, they'll never forget their first date, tattoo. that's for sure. Oh, it's so sweet and romantic, isn't it? Are you on Tinder? Cluster? No, I, I'm not allowed to be on Tinder. <laughs> Why? You get banned from that too? I'm a married man. Yeah, but you're, you know, kind of. I'm remember. not photogenic. That's the real reason. <laughs> My wife's like, good luck. You know, she thinks it's funny. I'm to try. I love Monday! <laughs> Monday. Yeah, lucky enough to have this man, Boston's best sports fan. The preeminent sports face of fandom in Boston. Wow. And he's wearing an astronaut diaper. That's right. <laughs> That's right. If I have to piss or hang a heat stick during this segment, I am not getting up from this hot chair right now. I'm not here because I'm excited about being on the show here with you, Carlo, a.k.a. Mr. Monday. I just wanted to sit where Don Zolo sat <laughs> This is what I wanted. I wanted the chance to that's hang the, with my guy. That's the best right fucking intro I've, I've, I've ever heard on this that's show. Right. Oh, man, that was awesome. A couple minutes ago when you guys were doing the gay version of Felger and Maz, that was awesome. <laughs> Love that. That was the worst sports radio segment I've ever had to watch in my uh, entire life. You you mean the gayer version? The gayer version. Well, I mean... He, he was... sucks, Mike. He sucks. <laughs> Phony Michelle. He's a bum. I hate him. How'd you get anointed as... Boston's number one sports fan. Uh, just nonstop Florida hand jobs. Really? <laughs> I, and afterwards, I'd like to welcome everyone here in Swampscott down to get on my private plane, and we're all going to get the Robert Kraft special at Orchids of Asia. $59, that's all you need. Here's the one thing about Mr. Kraft. Obviously, he has never been to Quincy. On the South Shore for 59 God. they'll give you a quality rub and tug and practice discretion. No one's gonna tell. No yeah. one's gonna tell another person about a damn thing on the show. Are they Asians? I went to Home Depot. I went to Home Depot with Quincy. That's it. Carlos from the North Shore. He doesn't go. He doesn't go south. Oh, of do you, you, I was gonna say, do you get a nosebleed if you go south of the airport? Yeah. Uh, I always find this hilarious. Quincy has like the highest car insurance in like all of Massachusetts because right. it's so Asian populated. And I'm like, well, there's a little truth to the stereotype. Like, yeah, you, you, this is statistically proving it. You know what I mean? Yeah, Quincy is an exciting place to grow up if you always wanted to, like, what would it be like to live in Grand Theft Auto? <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed my ride up here as well, coming from the greater Boston area. Uh, the map said it would take 30 minutes. It was an hour and seven minutes, thanks to all the construction, <laughs> the traffic. And uh, I think every third driver on the road now is either, like, an Uber or a Lyft driver. And none of them have any idea where they're going the entire they're time. They're always lost. No, they're, they're always you lost. Think, you think you'd pick it up. You know what I mean? Right. Like, I've, I've, I've driven Uber in my life, and, like... Wow, that's a humble brag. <laughs> uh, hold on, let me swipe on this guy. Wow, this is a charming-looking guy. Oh, has driven Uber and Lyft before. So you're an oh, Uber driver now? Let me calm no, my I... lady parts down. <laughs> How long have you been driving Uber? I'm aspiring to get back. Uh, I did it for, like, almost two years. Uh, and I gotta say this, when you first do it, there is a little bit of, like, what the fuck am I doing? But then, if you don't grasp it after like a month in terms right. of like driving around Boston like you should have a fair idea of where you're going at that can point. you pick and choose who you want to pick up no no yeah, I mean it, it, it comes in and it's you can say yes or no uh, you have you have no <laughs> idea called profiling my good man I don't believe <laughs> you, got, you got no idea who you're picking up it's just it's like there's somebody here do I mean, you want the what if a girl's name came up and would you're like you, you're you like, want to go uh, get a guy instead of <laughs> Yeah, so like if it was like, oh, I want to pick up Veronica, yeah. but fuck Steve. Yeah, like, yeah, I'm totally not going to be able to I bang think that this the dude. First name, <laughs> I think the first name comes up, if I remember. I think that's what it was. 
But uh, it'd be hilarious if like a picture came up and you could kind of scream. That, oh, dude, that's what we oh, guys right here, right now. The next season, uh, the next season of I Love Mondays is going to be full blown network broadcast quality because we are going to make a billion dollars. We are going to marry Uber with Tinder. We're going to call it Tuber. <laughs> We're going to call it Inder, and that way you can date and swipe. Like I'm not picking this shithead up. Oh man, there's a good chance she can accuse me of something in the morning. Swipe left. Turn right, kabam. There you go. You're welcome, guys. I had a lot of friends from, like, a lot of friends. It makes it sound like I had a company softball team. Uh, I had a lot of friends who happened to... As long as it wasn't a company kickball team, because then I'd have to take you outside and kick your ass. I had about, uh, I had, like, maybe five friends that I knew that drove Uber, and, like, four of them have stories of, like, yeah, dude, these chicks just threw themselves at me in the car, and I'm like, where the fuck are these chicks? Like, that never, nothing remotely like that ever happened. I can't believe that never happened to you. I, and it didn't. Are you can be like, oh my god, guys! I think the guy from Office Space picked me up. I totally want to pull over and bang him. I have this. Oh movie. wait, is that that fucking comedian from the fourteen-person Revered Benefit show? Fuck that guy. I'm fucking with my mother's dick. Tony Danza wannabe. So, so she banged the Uber driver and I have like, paid for the ride. I have like three or four friends that said that they've had women throw themselves yeah. at them. And some of them turned him down, and some of them were like, "Okay." I got a buddy. I got a buddy who used to drive a cab in Revere. I know. Again, easy on the humble brags. Uh, and he said one time he picked up this. He picked up this prostitute. She's like, "Oh, can you just drive me around long enough so I can find this guy?" So literally, picks up a guy. He pays. They drive around, and the tip. <laughs> and she fucked him. <laughs> Just the tip, though. I know. Man, when I take a lift, it pops up. It's like, how was Dave? Uh, five stars. Hit three bucks. I didn't she know that an option him. like... Whoa, whoa, whoa. Did you, just, did, you just, did you just admit to the tip only being 15%? <laughs> just I the wish. tip. Just to see how it feels. So, just, 50, the first time I ever saw I mm-hmm. saw you was... You did something big with Deflategate. Yep. You remember? Yeah, the, uh, the uh, Deflategate press conference. Right. Where I was, where I was super pissed off, just like every other Pats fan in the world, about the fact that Tom was getting railroaded, the ideal gas law, and every every piece of known science were getting completely blown aside because the NFL had an agenda. The NFL had a point they needed to prove that the Patriots were too good for everyone else, and only some cockamamie nonsense, chopped up bullshit nonsense like that could ever possibly get in the way. And Tom Brady was so pissed off about it. He went out and won himself a Super Bowl. So please, please continue do to it piss again. off the Patriots. Because you know what? That's what winners do. They don't cry about it. No, they don't. They move on with their lives and they and they use it. Right. right. You know what I mean? And that's what he did. It's fuel, man. That the, the, the great the, the biggest mistake like last season, like uh, after the what they I had no it, clue that they were even gonna go. I, I thought they were barely gonna make the playoffs. Same it was way. gonna be one and done. We all yeah, had yeah. visions of speaking of Syracuse earlier. Yeah. We all had visions of the Ravens making their way in in January 2010 for the 09 yeah. season, kicking their ass. You know, uh, Ray Rice Ray goes Rice. 83 yards right up the middle First and play the game. Yep, beat someone up in an elevator afterwards. It was awful. So. We all thought it was going to be an early exit for the Pats, like a, a, a Bolivian landslide, if you will. And by the way, the Bolivian landslide is when you have too much South American food after midnight, and then you just shit yourself. <laughs> That's a Bolivian landslide. So, so isn't that one of the Dairy Queen topics? That, it, actually, yeah. So That's it, you go. That guy was that guy was. He went back and robbed a second time because he asked for it. And you guys were talking about weather. Here's another callback for you. He asked for a blizzard. That's the kind of weather we get up here. And, of course, he wanted a Bolivian landslide that gave him a dilly bar. He went back. He's like, fuck that place. I'm going to rob it twice. 
So, thank you. I was paying attention to the side. Most people are over there Christ. giving themselves fucking Lynn Hartburn by eating the, the roast beef a la mode on the side over there. I'm paying attention making jokes because this is quality programming. I'm live in front of a friggin' here at the Tropicana in Swampska with, with the chroma key green wall. We got this We got this guy. We got the Incredible Hulk. We got all the HGH on the North Shore over here doing a live talk show. We got five guys named Joe, Boston Bunk, and a couple of girls that either up here or on a dare or we're all going to party afterwards. So let's get a donkey like it's bachelor party, start sipping coke at a piano and fucking... Now... <laughs> the biggest mistake the NFL could have made last season. If after you can just go on a rant for a second. After, I know. I just wish I had just something stop? to say. So if you the Miami miracle, right? Like the, the that awful play where we all were like, oh you no. You just said that and that's a footnote now. That is and a that's fucking the thing. It's a footnote. it's a footnote. And thank God. Oh my thank God. God. They actually call it the Miami Miracle. Well, oh, I, yeah. I, they call it the Miami Miracle. They made T shirts and everything and that you Remember know. that season when we finished seven and nine? Yeah. That was a miracle. Uh, remember when we missed the playoffs for like the ninth season in a row when Chad Pennington wasn't the quarterback of our oh, team and we God. didn't run the Wildcat? So I call it the Dade County Dick Punch, the South Beach Suck Off, whatever <laughs> you want to call it, right? Thank God they won in a lot of ways because that wasn't like the, oh, man, they should have brought right. Gronk out back and shot him after that game play because yeah. now the final play of his career is that awesome that catch he makes to set up catch. the only touchdown right. and then literally leaves a mark on the franchise by using the fucking Lombardi trophy as a wiffle ball bat <laughs> at Fenway on opening day. God, you can I mean, that's dented. why they didn't draft a tight end because you literally cannot replace Gronk. He's he so unbelievable. It. He, dented he dented it. There was, well, in fairness, the NFL dented Gronk. So. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of people that <laughs> bullshit. The NFL did more than that. He's a Franken-Gronk at this point. Yeah. There's a lot of people that are upset about that. Like, don't get me wrong. I wish the trophy wasn't dented, but I don't really give a shit. I'm not losing mm -hmm. Hasn't everybody over They can replace it. And the other thing, there's so many It's Gronk. It kind of just goes with it. It's like, like uh, if I was going to pick most likely to dent a Super Bowl trophy, it would be Gronk. Yeah, yeah like the, uh, the the Lombardi trophy uh, is a lot like probably like 35% of the women in Boston from 2010 to 2019. That's one of Gronk's ball marks on it. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see uh, Amendola? And it took way too long for me to get to that. I apologize, audience. I'm sorry about that. Did you that see Amendola and Brady in the Instagram? Oh, are you I didn't kidding see me? It. I just heard oh, it. Yeah, you I, just heard it. I heard about kidding it. Kidding me? I went six to midnight the second I saw that Instagram. <laughs> uh, a lot of handsome in that frame right there. I Damn, did, I missed Dole. Was uh, was that the one with Belichick in awesome. it too? I know. Yeah, that's right. Oh, and by the way, how about those Patriots that? No, they don't have any fun, Philadelphia said. Yeah, yeah no shit. The Eagles. By the way, is there, any more millennial, any is there any more millennial fucking statement than, you know, they just don't have enough fun over at that organization. Yeah, yeah. we're too busy winning when you fucking win is fun. Super Bowls. Oh. That's fun. Oh. Winning that's is fun. I love yeah. winning. I love winning. Yeah, it's, it's, the, it's the, like the winning is the ultimate yeah. fun. Oh, sorry. What do you guys have in Philadelphia? Do you have a sensitivity room, a non-gender biased <laughs> fucking pisser, and then maybe like a room where you can get avocado smoothies and lay down in your Japanese beanbag? Go fuck yourselves, Eagles. <laughs> we like the avocado smoothies here. So didn't they have like? Didn't they have like a? Oh, in, sorry, avocado in stadium toast. court to prosecute people or somewhere. They have well, a, in the original one, they had a jail. The jail. Yeah, they, what are they fucking martyr? Are they acting all high? I mean, that's actually kind of awesome. The Eagles got rid of the did wrong you, quarterback. Did you ever? Did you ever hear the Audi Lang story? Could not. Could not agree. Could not agree more. They should have held on to Foles. They yeah. could have gotten two firsts for Carson Wentz. Oh, dumb. Dumb. Bad move. And that, yeah, if you do have two firsts and you have and you have Foles like that, you can kind not of. Bad. You can he's play a, with he's that. Or you could have flipped him to Jacksonville for like a first and Jalen Ramsey signed him to a ginormous contract, yeah. and they would have been relevant, played some better defense. But 
Hey, listen, it's a, it's a fair criticism. I know, and plus Nick Foles, he joined the Eli Manning Club as the only NFC quarterbacks to ever fucking to cl us. climb inside my dreams and rob them. <laughs> Clowns outside the window. Anyway, so after the Patriots <laughs> lose in Miami, this is going to be our aristocrats. We're going to keep doing this all night long. Uh, nobody thought they were going to make the Super Bowl last year, and the biggest mistake was that's when everyone said, and it's an annual tradition in Patriots Nation and all around the world, the death of the dynasty. They're all done. And the yeah. second you piss the Patriots off, Love it. that's when they turn around Cause you and know they what? do what they did. And that march to that Super Bowl, that one was they, almost they, as good they, as all the other ones. They gave KC a beat, that, too. Oh, that, that AFC championship yeah, was. They gave a beat. Oh, yeah, that was the game down of the year. There. Oh. It, that's the best game of the year, hands down. But you know what? It did go into overtime. Like, Kansas City was, like, a worthy opponent. They really were. Like, I don't like saying the they beat them down. That game went to yeah. overtime. Oh, Mahomes. And, dude, yeah. you forget about that play. Uh... Who's the linebacker? Was it D someone? D, D Ford. D Ford. I was going to say MVP D of the game. I bought a <laughs> D, D Ford Snyder. jersey right after the game. Uh, dude, there was like, you think about that. He lined up in the neutral zone. Yeah. Against the rules, they yeah. made the right call, but dude, had nothing to do with the play. No. Nothing. It's just and one of those little things. The season would have been over. Patriots dynasty, baby. I saw a picture of Brady dejected for a split second as they called that. Like, after he threw it, he was just, you could see his body language. And then he saw that there was a flag and what it was going to be called for. And he didn't even go nuts. I'm like, dude, I'd be, like, fucking jumping up and down. Right? Like, fuck. But he's just like, this is okay. When, when's Brady retiring? Never. What do you think? Three, Never. We don't want him to Never. retire, but when is he? When is uh, Jack old enough to play in the, uh, his son Jack old enough to play? Uh, I say about another... 12 years? Right, maybe another yeah. 10, 15 years. No, that's one. Never. He's never going to retire. Look at him. He's 41. He's almost 42 years old. He's in the best shape of his life. He's holding it down almost as well he's as I am. He's completely gumbified thanks you know to the Magic cool Hands of Guerrero. He just kind of like won one more and then last boy scouted it on the. On the, <laughs> <laughs> the what? And they just went down the sidelines and shot everybody? I would be cool with that. He would never do that because he doesn't run that long. By the way, uh, what's, the, what's your Tim. Tim. McCluskey. Tim McCluskey. That right there, Mike McCluskey. By the way, I only would want to work with producers who have last names that sound like cops that shit the bed in an 80s movie. <laughs> McCluskey, get in here! Uh, last Boy Scout, one of the most underrated movies ever made. Oh, yeah. That movie I only watched, fantastic. I only watched it like two years ago. What? I know. I, yeah, I know. There's, I, there's about 20 movies that it's like, dude, you've never seen Damon that Damon Wayans went on a tear. Were you a Boy Scout? For a while. For one week. Yeah. Wait. Like, fuck you, this. You're like, that must have been a rough week. Oh boy. Hold on. Were you a Boy Scout? Take down your pants. <laughs> uh, I did it like I did it for like maybe two weeks. I was like, yeah, I don't fucking like this like at all. Like there was no part of me that was like on the fence. And just didn't feel the vibe. I, yeah. Not in the least. Yeah. I just I, I I remember I joined like a week before like the Weeblo fucking ceremony and I remember everyone was like, dude, you've been a Boy Scout for like a week and you're a Weeblo. You're like the fastest moving guy in this business. Like people were like, I'm like, everyone hears that. I'm like, yeah, I don't know. I was, I was in fifth That's grade. That's how pitch. I did it. I was a I was a Boy Scout for a while and then I realized I was a, a fat Boy Scout and I like Girl Scout cookies too much. So I did like a bosom buddies thing and I would just dress up as a Girl Scout and I joined the Girl Scouts. So I did I could that get same a discount thing. on the cookies. I did that same thing last summer. Hey, Fitz, what was it like? What was it like to MC the Patriots send off? Oh my God, best sex I've ever had in my life without actually having sex. <laughs> really? That was the greatest. Uh, they asked you did me. Did a great job. Thank you, thank you. That was the thrill of a lifetime, really. Uh, that I mean, everything about that unbelievable run culminating in them asking a knucklehead like me, which I'm sure if they review the tape tonight, they'll be like, "Well, see if we can book it for the next yeah. one." Did they uh, have auditions? Or? No. So they asked me, I'd been doing some freelance work for the Pats, doing some live event work, and I do some stuff on their social media occasionally in season, and they asked me if I would host the rally, 
in Atlanta at the Super Bowl. And I was like, are you kidding me? Is Brady yes. Goat? Let's do this. Yeah. Yesterday, please and thank you. What do I have to pay you? Right. And then two days later, they were like, well, why don't you co-host the send-off at the stadium? And I'd been to a couple of them before where they have them out in front of the, the Hall of Fame, and there's like a couple thousand people going up the stairs. This would be a thrill of a lifetime. They're like, no, this one's going to be in the stadium. And I show up, and it's kind of cold, but it was a, that was actually a very, it was warmer than it's been the last couple of months. Hey, we saw the sun for the first right. time today. Yeah, in a year. Hey, it's the big yellow. So uh, I show up, and there's like 35,000 people in the stadium. Who'd you coach with? Uh, uh, no, it was me and Brian Morey, who runs the Hall of Fame. He's the usual MC guy. And we get up there, and they're like, well, you probably have to do like five to eight minutes of work, you know, just like a couple spots here and there. We ended up having to fill for time three different times because Brady and the players came oh, late. Jesus. The crafts were late. So you know what it's like being yeah, on stage. Right, if you know, see a show and, do like, it. and they're just like, Phil, Phil, Phil. Is I that the hand motion thir- they do for when craft is late? I would have assumed <laughs> it was different. <laughs> Phil, Phil, Phil. <laughs> no, you Phil, because he's... Uh, I mean, to me, it's this long, at least. And Belichick is like this. And so, yeah, I had, ended up doing like over half an hour of material and MC work on stage for like oh, ha- half a Gillette Stadium Jesus. on a beautiful January day. It was so unbelievable. What I'm, what I'm getting is it was only 30,000 people. <laughs> it's like one of those things where it's like, I was there when Ted Williams hit his last home run. Like 500,000 people were in Fenway when he hit the right. final home run yeah, and right. ran off when there was actually only 10,000 people. The thing I liked about it is, and like, I know you like is not Fitzy, like just like as a human being. Being. And I'm like, I remember watching like your social media posts, and I was like, this is really cool. Like as a Boston fan, I really enjoyed Thanks, it. But buddy. I was like, I was like, this dude's grateful for it. And it was oh. like, it like, I, I, it came through in the post, and I was like, I was happy to see one of my friends get that spot. Thank I was like, you. That's a really cool you were proud moment. of him. I, like yeah. it sounds stupid, I really was. I was like, that's fucking awesome. Like it I'm was, happy for this. It guy. was unbelievable. You can take, it, it, you can literally end up like, uh, you know, you can start a YouTube channel. Work a bunch of rooms, host some fundraisers, kind of stick to your guns, do your thing, and in a couple of years' time, you can go from like literally just making videos here to catching a tall boy on a duck boat in your favorite football team <laughs> Super Bowl parade, downing it, and just being like, "Oh man, I'm like uh, this is I'm, 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 like, this you, is, you MC the Patriots, was, the I, dynasty." Tom Brady. Yes, yeah, they get embraced it. by my team, and then they let me be on a duck boat after they won a Super Bowl, and I which, rode down a canyon duck? of a million people. Yeah, Some of them weren't even were pissed I was on a boat. Boat 19. Who else was on that? Uh, all the guys from Patriots.com. <laughs> <laughs> I don't give a shit. I would have ridden a, I, I a bicycle. I are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Tom Brady could have stood on me the entire time. Like, Tom needs to see higher. Fitzy, lay down. Let him take a shit on you. <laughs> like you got... Hey, what a run we've had, though. We've had, what, 12 championships in 18 years? 12, cha- 12 championships. We're, we're going to get back on track soon enough. And I know. Pick it up. What's your, like, what is your it's guys' most three favorite? three months. I know. What's your most favorite one out of the 12? Uh, like, for you guys. Oof. i got to start with the bad. 86 Red Sox did a number on me. Like, that, that fucking loves yeah. me. Like, I mean, that's hands down the worst sports hurt I've ever gone through bad. in my life. People Same say, thing. what about the undefeated season of the Patriots? Not even close. It's not yeah. even no. close. And especially given the age I was at, so that, that really hurt my feelings. <laughs> so, that, so that really hurt my feelings. I was so upset. <laughs> Angry ah, Ben's all over the baseball card. Yeah, is, that, is that the new segment? Tune in next week when we find out what else hurt That really hurt that my fucking, feelings. That, that fucking crushed me. That we'll game. be right back after these words from Ovaltine. But here's the thing. That, like, I'm dead serious. That, like, switched up. That, 
I, I missed it. I you missed had the Colojero moment. But you I, know I, my so question was. My mother let me actually take a day off from school, and she sent me with an Epstein's mom's fucking <laughs> note nope. the next day saying, please excuse Fitzy. He was too sad to go to school, and my teacher was like, He's been a real fucking loser. <laughs> uh, He's got a vag for a heart. But, uh, so this is why I got to say, 2004 Red Sox, I was literally front row in St. Louis for that, like an arm's length from the Red Sox dugout. And that one to me, even with two outs in the ninth inning and a three-game lead and a 3-0 lead You're in the ninth. You're still skeptical? I was like, I remember Mike Dowling, the sports guy, was next to me. And I looked at him, I go, dude, I don't feel comfortable. And like, I just don't. And he's like, yeah, I get it. And then they hit the comebacker to Folk. He caught it, and he underhanded it. And I was like, I still don't believe this guy is going to catch it at first. And he did. And then I was like, maybe there's happiness in the world. Like, maybe... No matter what you do, things can. You guys don't really right. remember Bucky Dent, that whole thing. I was too young for that. I was, yeah, I was, yeah. Uh, I was just, yeah, no, yeah. just not in the memory range. Yeah, but I do, I do remember though, my my old man, uh, who got me into sports, and of course, you can't grow up in Boston without yeah. you know being a huge sports fan in the first place. Let alone if your old man is a gambler who pisses away the family's yeah. fortunes with a bookie named Richie and Quincy. The, hence why the grudge developed. Who goes to the Chinese massage who go, parlor? Who goes to the Chinese massage parlor with my old man's money? But when my mom kicked the old man out of the house, Richie the bookie moved into my dad's Quincy apartment that paid the rent. Anyway, great story. <laughs> so, uh, you, you, I mean, like, you don't grow up around these parts without becoming an enormous sports fan. Sure. It's a way of life. It's a religion. What I'm wearing right now is considered formal wear for a wedding in Lynn. <laughs> so, I mean, come on. I get it. But... You know, like you, you, our emotions ride with the, with sports. Like this is this is just what we this is what we do. So I understand that. Like me missing a day of school, Don having his feelings hurt. Uh, my dad, <laughs> my dad, my dad's old friend Jeff. He was so pissed off about that. He had a toilet seat. At his, uh, well, we all use toilets in our houses. This just in. Uh, he took the toilet seat in the downstairs bathroom and lined the inside of it with Bucky Dent baseball cards. And he advised all of his guests to miss when they pissed. Oh, my God. Just because he wanted people to literally piss on Bucky Dent for the rest of his house's life, which my I buddy, thought was a baller move. My buddy Dennis, when I worked at Kelly's, my buddy Dennis did this. I, th- I like, I obviously wasn't working there at the time. I was like an infant. Uh, but he was t- t- telling the story, and he, this dude's a diehard Sox, like crazy Sox fan. And he's like, I had a big watching party. And he goes, Bucky Dent got up, and he hit that home run. And he goes, I had 30 people in my apartment. He's like, I walked over. I lived on the fourth floor. I unplugged the TV and just threw it out the window without looking. And he's like, I'm very happy nobody died. <laughs> but he's like, everybody fucking freaks. They were like, are oh, you yeah. shitting me? Like, are you see? And he's like, you just threw the, you know, they could come back. He's like, it's over. He's like, it's over. But dude, wow. throwing a fuck, and, and not a flat screen pussy TV like today. A box. Yeah. Throwing a box out the window. This isn't a disposable flat screen. You see some knucklehead, you know, uh, is smashing in an Instagram video just so he can get 15 new followers. We're talking about an 80-pound. In is my commitment. defense, this I got the This is an 80-pound TV that when it exploded probably caused a Chernobyl-like yeah. release of toxins and gases. Had a gases. picture tube. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> my God, people probably thought dynamite went off. The dump won't even take a TV. No, they, they make you pay. <laughs> yeah. They literally make you pay. And the answer to your question is, the 2001 Super Bowl. Same here. I was there. Were you there? No. That's I, where I met you for that, the first time. That's where I met you for the really? first time. Really? Yeah, we met each other there. Boom. Right. That's I, awesome. was, I was walking the streets of uh, New Orleans, and I was with Frank Pavolato. Bob Berry. And, yep. And, uh, and that's where I, I met you for the very first time. I had my son and Piero there. It was a great time. Vinatieri uh, hit that kick, and I thought that's when everything dude, changed. Oh. Everything changed. It that was, did, but you didn't know that at the time. I, I remember when uh, 
they, they caused the fumble on like the one yard line, and I think it was to Bucky Jones picked yep. it up. He ran 99 yards but the other way. Callback? And I'm going yeah. nuts, and I'm like, oh my Rocking God. On McGinnis to, we, uh, yeah, we finally did it, and they called McGinnis for holding, yeah. and I was like, no, we didn't. This is where everything gets fucked again, and we get screwed, and we don't win another championship. Right. And it was, it's just a failure mindset. And I was like, I was convinced that we were going to lose that game. I was absolutely convinced when they got called McGinnis for that. And then we came back and Vinatieri hit the field The biggest goal. genius move was Kraft getting Belichick and fighting for him and taking him away from the Jets. Dude, let me stand that was up. The, that was pain, the most pain genius. was first round pick. That was like pain. a Red Auerbach move. Oh, in Be- hindsight, better. It's, better. It's, it was, it's yeah. arguably, you, you could make the case it's arguably yeah. the greatest move in the history of Boston sports. Yeah. But I remember sports when that happened. I, yeah. I remember when that happened, my reaction was, this is the guy that just drove Cleveland into the ground. I know. And right. that wasn't exactly his fault. There was a lot of other stuff happening. There well, look at the look coaching. At look at that coaching staff that he assembled, too. Oh, like, yeah, they're all like yeah. seven of them were like executives in right. the NFL. Nick Saban and everyone else. Like when he resigned as HC of the NYJ, and we we're all did like. Did he do it on a napkin? He did. That's fucking crazy. He literally did it on a He turned it in on a napkin. I resigned as HC of the NYJ dash BB. Good That's move. how much respect he has for the <laughs> and GFY. <laughs> and what, then he what, comes on the Pats and look where we what are. What about the Patriots draft picks this year? I think that, that wide receiver kid is nasty. Oh, you love him. I've officially changed What's my name, name to Nafitzi. Yeah. <laughs> I'm now Nafitzi Fitzgerald. I'm Nafitzi Harry Fitzgerald. He's awesome. I just listened to a podcast this morning. That's how obsessed I am. When I go to the gym, like other people like have like my awesome workout mix or just like, yeah, cock rock. When I go to the gym, I literally do push-ups to podcasts about the Patriots because that's how excited I get about upcoming seasons and watching Tom Brady in his friggin' 40s throw dimes and drop them in buckets to kids like Nikhil Harry, who is Josh Gordon 2.0. He's got some Anquan Bolden and a little Julio Jones in him. This kid goes up and fights for the ball. Well, that's this is the a thing. Big it, kid with game change and speed and sweet moves. Well, he's strong. He's real yeah. strong, and he can. And they said that his hands are like unbelievable. But uh, I, I heard that he's not that fast. I heard he doesn't have breakaway speed. But yeah. I, here's the thing, though. I don't give a shit because. Oh man, I guess break... we'll only go to the AFC Championship next year. No, yeah. Well, that loser. That is loserville here. Okay. Like the AFC Championship doesn't cut. What about the anymore. cornerback we got? He's pretty. He's six foot four. I was on my flight home from Nashville. Uh, I was on the flight home from Nashville, and he was on the same flight. And everyone sitting at Nashville International in the JetBlue terminal there was like, Jesus, the Patriots couldn't have sprung for a plane for the kid. They just drafted him the second round last night. Flies coach, like the rest of us, stood up, took a picture with everyone that asked him. He is a giant human being, couldn't be nicer, and I'll say it. Damn good-looking, too. Really? He's a damn good-looking man. You're attracted, I was very attracted to him. Like the, the heat I'm feeling between you and Zolo right now, that was me and Joe Juan Williams. But apparently, smart kid can play safety. He'll come down in the box. They haven't had a really great tackling cornerback. They haven't. They had Malcolm Butler and Logan Ryan, who we lost both to Nashville. And those guys can those bring guys it. tackle. They they haven't had a tall cornerback in ages. I don't remember no. the last time they had a. I really don't remember the, the guy, last time. The guy, was, you know who it was? The guy. Uh, the guy from the Brown. Seahawks, Browner. Browner. Yes, Browner. I hardly knew. No, nope, I got to do it. <laughs> What about and where's that guy now? The same place that uh, Rache Caldwell is. Jail. He, no, is he, prison, excuse me. Is he in the can? Rache, yeah. Rache Caldwell's in jail? Oh, yeah. He's like, the, there's an amazing piece. Before ESPN the magazine shuts down, which you can't do soon enough. I mean, I'm going to miss this the body. This is news to I'm going to miss the body episode for seeing Vince Wilfork naked on the cover. But um, come on, we were all there, maybe. Uh, 
yeah, there's this awesome piece on Rache Caldwell after his career. Maybe it's because he dropped so many easy touchdowns in that fucking AFC championship. That AFC in championship against the Colts, there was a chance to yep. seal the game. Could have won the game. And I'm not bullshit. I could have made that Wes catch. Wes Welker, right. hey, listen, Wes Welker dropped the biggest yeah. pass ever. And Super Bowl think, 46. Think about this. Yeah. Like, that was a tough, Welker gets remembered for that, too. That kills me. Because Welker, I mean, I he was unbelievable. He was Welker. People literally wore shirts around that said Welker. I know. He I know. was a god around here I for know. like half a decade. But uh, yeah, so Caldwell is the like became the worst drug dealer in history. Why would and you? Got, f- got, <laughs> I don't know. Is Gronk going to come back at the end of the year? Um, to ride in a duck boat? Yes. As a member of the Patriots, no. You don't think so? He's done. No, I I think that's it. I mean, like like uh, me and McCluskey were talking about a few minutes ago. At this point now, he's so banged up. Like he actually, he actually can move half. Decent. I think the idea of him coming I back. I think he's gonna. I think he's just gonna enjoy his life. Five Super Bowls, three three rings. Last two games seasons. of the year, four playoff games, or probably three playoff games if they get a bye. If, if come on, you can, they, you can, start, you can start the calendar year. Yeah. When they get a like, bye, Christmas is the twenty fifth. I'm gonna be on the Cape for several weeks in the summer eating fried clams, and yes, the Patriots will get a bye in January. I don't think he comes back. I don't think so. I. I think he's coming back. Like I'm, I'm not like I'll bet the house on it, but I'm like I think it's like a, it's kind of like a fifty fifty type back. shot. You think so? What's McDaniel's doing with the offense? I mean, we are you changing it a little bit? I, I bet you they're going to be a little bit more focused on the run. The run first team now, and like, then little flats to the to the running backs. And then when it comes time to throw, you're set up for the run. And right. Tom Brady's not known for hitting open receivers. Right. No, think, think, but they they gave you the blueprint for what they're going to do going forward last season because. They, they brought Sony Michelle in. They drafted in the first round last year. They drafted a lineman and a running back. And this year they got a not so speedy possession receiver. Right, mm-hmm. right. So that's what they're going to do. They're going to they're going to work the inside and the outs. They're going to run. And then they took that kid Harris in the third round, yeah. the running back from Played Alabama. Exactly. Yeah. So they're going to do some. Gra- they're going to go ground and pound. They're going to go good old fashioned smash mouth football. And I think that that's the that's the key to making sure you don't put too many miles on the tires of Brady in the last couple of seasons. Yeah, and the defense is a little better now. I do. But yeah, the kid Bentley comes back after only yeah, two right. games last year. Yeah, they got good. Uh, what about Duke uh, Dawson and Christian Sam? A lot of those kids from the eighteen draft class never even saw the field. I know Isaiah Wynn. He's gonna be good. Yeah, like perfect he, last he name. Uh, dude, left tackle. He cut Torres Achilles. In oh training yeah, 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 first yeah, round pick. Right. I'm like. Yeah, but he is coming back from a serious injury. But I'm like, he's a first round pick. Right. Like that's. True. He was the highest graded. He was the highest graded left tackle his his junior season, which turned to be his senior season, in the SEC, playing wow. against the likes of Alabama. Right, right. You know, right. that's good stuff. He was on Georgia. He's a hell of a. He's gonna. He's gonna. Yeah. If, his, if the Achilles holds up, he is gonna be fantastic. Seamless loss. Seamless transition, I should say, from the man mountain that was Trent Brown. Oh, I love Trent Brown. Oh, my God. Oh my God. You, couldn't 14, you couldn't pay him $14 million. But the kid they drafted in West Virginia. Oh, that kid's nasty. He's like the same size as Brown. Monster. Trent Brown makes NFL guys look small. Like, I was no. looking at him, and I was like, Jesus Christ, yeah. look at this guy. Like, yeah, they drafted young. Yeah, that imagine kid from... having him on your backside. Yeah. Shh, imagine, imagine the size of the Every night, Tyler. Oh, yeah, dude. He wipes his ass with the Sunday Globe. <laughs> well, doesn't everyone now at this point? Klusky, what do we got off You guys 50? are so passionate about this. I, You guys are lucky to be from New England. Klusky, this is sports. This know, is what just, men do. Well, yeah. what, what, what are guys in Delaware jerk off to? I don't get it. Like the, uh, all, the cre- all the credit card and Ponzi schemes that they're running. Delaware's a fake fucking state. It doesn't even exist. Ex-presidents. Delaware, <laughs> Delaware gets the least clout of any state, I think. It's that, not real. How many people live yeah. there? Like, 
It's our own version of the Cayman it's Islands. It's tied directly to our history as a nation. Is it smaller than Rhode Island? But yes. I can't think of anything that's bigger current that's Delaware related. Not one thing that's current that's Delaware. Maybe it's like more crooked than Rhode Island. Really cool, low key place we got to check out. What, Rehoboth Beach? No, Delaware. Oh, Delaware. Delaware. Mm. They even made a joke about it in Wayne's World, for Christ's sakes. Remember, they were doing their own green screen thing, and like, hey, I'm in Delaware. (laughs) That's right, I forgot about that. Cluster, what do we got here for Fitzy? Well, here at the Monday Show, we like to run through some would-you-rather scenarios. With our first-time guests, usually do this to get to know them a little better. Yeah. This is gonna, Hopefully this will help me overcome my crippling shyness. Yeah, this is going to give us some insight <laughs> on your true personality. We know you're a Patriots super fan. Yeah. Would you rather be Tom Brady's personal assistant or a low man on the Belichick staff <laughs> with room to advance? <laughs> oh, the Photoshop alone. Um, you know, um, can I take option C, Giselle? <laughs> yeah. Just yeah. so I can know what it would be like to be with Brady? <laughs> <laughs> Funny story, I, uh, you know what I got my wife for Christmas? What? A Tom Brady mask. Really? <laughs> Giselle might have Did some of that Brady Gatorade in her. We switched <laughs> off. <laughs> uh, <laughs> would you rather never see another championship in your lifetime or lose your long-term memory for getting all of the other championships that you've seen? Oh, Jesus. That's the easiest. That's the easiest. Uh, a, never see another championship and just li- live in the six. Because right now we can just tell everyone that the Brady era was all all about everyone eating a bag of six. As far as you're concerned, there's six. nobody. Bag of six. Nobody hey, everyone, how about my bag yeah. of six? But lose my long term. Like see not see memories over and over again. What is it going to say? Six thirty nine on the clock is Sunny and shares. I got you, babe. Comes up. Pittsburgh That's like has six. Groundhog Day. Pittsburgh yep. has six, but no one, Brady has six. Bradshaw has four. Mm-hmm. Roethlisberger has two. So Brady's is way more. Are impressive. we talking rapes or? <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's yeah. got yeah he's got that many. Oh, okay. But you know what I'm saying? There's nothing more impressive than what Brady has. No, there's in the salary cap yeah. era. Back yeah. then, like when the Steelers won all their when the Steelers won, there were five teams in the NFL. Yeah, four of them didn't even have stadiums. And the whole team was on the juice. And the whole I know yeah. Jack Lambert used to literally like, kill people on on field. Like the entire team was on the juice. And now how about this? When we open the 2019 season on Sunday Night Football. Because uh, Ginger Von Douche Whistle is not enough of a man to put the Patriots on the Thursday night game. I hate that guy. And open the season. Uh, I think it's pretty safe to say you're not the only one in New England, but he's a fucking hump. The Patriots open on Sunday night, and who are the Patriots cuckolding on their own stadium, on their turf? They're going to be like, hey, Pittsburgh, look at this bitch. We got is that who we have too. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, we I love it. Pittsburgh. I love it because I don't think Pittsburgh has a chance in the first game of the season. Pittsburgh starts off cold all the time, and they kind of have a build. They're going to lose. And I got to tell you, at the end of the season, it could very well come through even records who won the head to head right. and who gets the home field. Remember last year we thought we, yeah. when they we lost backed, against Pittsburgh, that was a tough one. We could have we could have backed in a better uh, better seed in two. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, but it worked out. Oh, it's gonna be so nice to raise that banner in front of those assholes. <laughs> oh yeah, true. <laughs> you want another one? Was Kraft gonna be there? What's that? Will Kraft be there? Probably. Wait, <laughs> well, here's the thing: if he's not, they'll hold off on that banner. And I respect it, and that's what I they will do. I think he's gonna get suspended. I think he's gonna get suspended like six or eight games. Um, Jonathan will run the team in the interim. I think Jonathan and the rest of the craft boys play a very heavy hand in the operations to begin with. Right. No one will notice a thing has happened. And then when he comes back, by the time you can first see him, when Tony Romo and Jim Nance are like, hello, friends, there's Robert Kraft. Oh, I'm excited to see him. You can get suspended uh, think as an about, owner. Think, yeah. Yeah, think, about, order, yeah. think about all the bullshit that's followed around this team with, like, Brady getting suspended. The flake car, the, fake. 
the Belichick stuff, fake. Kraft coming back for this thing. There's Legend. so much just, oh, Aaron Hernandez. The video like, The videos. Like, Which just, everyone else was doing. Oh, that is the Please. biggest pile of shit that's ever happened. Because, first off, you were still allowed to videotape. At that point, you just couldn't videotape where they were videotaping. So it's not even that big a deal. A scumbag. But two, everybody videotaped. Every day of his life since. Everybody videotaped. Mm-hmm. Everybody. And then Belichick also had a leg to stand on in his explanation. He said... The, uh, the rule was you're not allowed to uh, videotape and try and use it for that game. They were just kind of like, yeah, we're, we, we, we've, it was videotaped and, you know, we, we just have it. Like, so, you know, like right. you might do something with it in the future. By the way, you couldn't possibly break down all the signals that they were doing, all the fucking weirdo shit, and then assign it to a play during the game. No. There's no fucking way. And Herm Edwards said that he used to know that they were doing it and didn't give a flying shit. Because everybody does he would it. actually find the camera and he would do funny faces to it in the game on the sidelines for the Patriots because he just knew that's how they did their recon and didn't care about it. But Mangini does it because he's mad that Belichick doesn't tell him, like, oh, good luck, I'm super happy for you, coach yeah. of the Jets. I should take you out in a rowboat in the lake and shoot you in the back of the fucking head for I got a, I got a philosophy on this. I think that Eric Mangini had no idea the can of worms that he was opening. None. 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 He thought, like, um, it's a little gamesmanship, I'm busting his balls, we'll fucking move on with our lives by Tuesday, this will be done. Mm-hmm. And then it was like, oh, no, this went on for, like, fucking yeah, four years. He bit off way more than he could chew. Which, by the way, that's another thing. Think about this. You got six championships and counting, and they lost an all-pro uh, tight end to murder charges, uh, two first-round picks, and I think a fourth-round pick. Imagine if you had two first-round picks, a fourth-round pick, and an all-pro tight end sprinkled in on top of what you've already done. Other, other franchises would have folded. It, it is crazy, the shit that has happened here, and they keep the boat I mean, the stress forward. that Kraft must have had, but he used right. to the massage piles relieve the stress, and that's with, why. With Hernandez, he, they would have killed. Hey, well, you know what? He hung in there for as long as he could. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? Well, hey, breaking news: Aaron Hernandez dead. What do you got next, Klusk? Uh Would you rather have Gronk come back later this year for the playoff run? We know what you think is going to happen. Would you rather have him come back, or would you rather party with him for three days in Vegas? Oh, jeez, great question. All right, so get to see Gronk come back for like the playoffs. So three games of Gronk. Do we have an outcome of what happened? Three days with him in Vegas. Oh, wow. Um, I, I think this is a no-brainer. You could go you know party with the man. With him later. Or Wait, like, can, I do, can I do this before? <laughs> wow. Oh, man, that is a, that is a titty twister. What is best in life, order. I guess, is the question here. You know what? Look at the girl he's with in the picture. I mean, I he's going to bring her. Oh, wow. I think my grandkids might, would really enjoy a story I want about me to come watching back on the, the season on TV. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> this guy's a diehard. I want him to come back. That's why the he's team. the greatest sports fan. Yeah, he said, he goes, I think my grandkids would really love to hear a story about me watching the season on television. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, go with, I'll go with the comeback. Comeback. Liar. All right, I'm going to bang hookers in Las Vegas. Uh, Mr. Money Zolo, we don't want you guys to feel left out, so we have a quick one for each of you. Zolo, last week we heard you had a disastrous comedy show at a gay bar. I heard that 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 might be, I don't know if that's the exact wording. Would you rather sell out every show you headline, but all the shows are at gay bars, or open up for an entire Bill Burr Burr tour, but you don't get paid for it? Wait, hold on. I could answer this for you if you want. 
before you go anywhere, you have to tell. Wait, don't bury the lead. How was the? What happened to the show? It wasn't the, even. What was the name what of the show? What happened to the show? The Blue Oyster. Hearing that music just makes me happy. That's just that, that, right. The, it's so funny. Whenever I hear that music, Police Academy references are okay. Oh, in the, the Blue Oyster. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't even. Well, no, I know what you're talking about. You saw the social media things. There's some stuff out there. I thought yeah. you were off social media, Don. No, I'm back now. Oh, you should days. stay off of it. 50 days. Wait a second. Really? You, you did days. comedy so the gay bar. That's fine. Dry? Let's yeah. talk about the gay bar you did. Yeah, that's right. Uh, What's the name of the place? Club Cafe. That's ridiculous. Sounds Italian. Doesn't it's sound like, gay. hey. <laughs> well, I'll have the panini sandwich. That's both. a club cafe. That's the name on the sign. If you get the underground flyer, it's the thirsty room. How many right. homosexual men were there? Wait, is this the one? Besides you? Wait, I know. You know what, Mr. Monday? I've been to this. I've been to this place before. You have to knock three times. You slide your sneaker under the door. Then you put your wang right through this hole. And then they let you in the front. Yeah. Oh, glory hole. You. Glory hole. So what do they do? They check twice. the sneaker size to know what the size of the. I got you. I didn't even have a bad show. Somebody else had a bad show. Uh, Who was with you? Give us the initials. Throw them under the bus. No, I'm, I'm, it's, it's, it wasn't. Go ahead. I mean, it's, it was. It was more of just like the crowd sucked. And this is basically, I know what he's talking about, but basically somebody posted on social media, and this was the story. The story was, uh, they're like, some people from the back of the room started making some noise, and I thought they were calling for the server while you were on stage. So I signaled, hey, don't worry, I called the server. And they were like, why? And they said, well, I heard you make some noise. And they were like, we were laughing. That's why you didn't understand. Because the other comedian... <laughs> <laughs> had kind of eaten dicks for right. like seven minutes. Sure. So which, is like, this which by the way, yeah. gay guys, oh, sassy jabs. Oh. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I, I gotta say, I was like, I was like, so, they a have solid to, poke. They have That's to the be name quick. of their uh, boxing, their boxing <laughs> sassy club, right? Jabs. Sassy jabs. I thought yeah. you were gonna say gay guys eat dicks. No. They right. don't do well, I mean, they have to be quick. Gay guys gotta be quick. What are the ratings on this show in Provincetown? <laughs> are they good? Are they big on the end of the cape? <laughs> Mr. Monday, yes. would you rather have every day besides Monday be eliminated? Every day is now Monday. Or never hear someone bitch about the day again? I want every day of the week here. I mean, because that just catapults me to Monday. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah. I, want, I want Mondays here. Yeah, the five kids that you don't love as much as the first kid, that's, you know, you still need them to mow the lawn and shit, right? I'd, I'd love to have nobody ever bitch about Monday again. That, that means I'm doing my job. But, you know what I'm saying? but if you don't have Mondays, I mean, Mondays are, you know, like without Mondays, we don't have that joke in office space. We don't have Garfield. We don't have something to talk about at, the, at work. Uh, Monday is the Super Bowl 42 of all of the days of the week. And I like to think that the other six days are the Super Bowl championships. And you need to know what darkness looks like in order to appreciate the dynasty. Am I right, people? I like it. I like Thank it. Thank you. Like yeah. It. All right. Guy behind the computer probably jerking off. <laughs> <laughs> so definitely... That's my answer. All right. That's good for me. <laughs> I write these down in my journal. I read them at night before I go to bed. <laughs> Do you I think we're all got thrown by the journal thing. Oh, is that the next one? Okay. We're it's done with that. We're going to take a quick break. We're right back with Fitzy and Zolo. Thank you. Yeah! <laughs> I love Monday! Monday! So, Fitzy, you do stand-up? You've done stand-up before? Yes, sir. Uh, started? Do event hosting, stand-up. Believe it or not, the first Fitzy routine I ever did in the first couple of years before I ever did a YouTube video, before I ever did anything Patriots-related, 
Uh, it was all on stage in New York because I thought it would be fun when I was living in the city to do stand-up comedy in character and fuck with New York audiences by giving them what they thought was the typical drunken mass hole, except I always talk, tried to talk about heady shit. So I would do like sophisticated movie reviews, but I would do it as the drunk guy behind you at Fenway who was nine deep before he even lost his ticket on the way in the stadium and then got in three fights when someone pissed on his shoes in the trough in the bathroom at Fenway. Uh, so I did it for years, and I still love doing it, but as soon as the YouTube thing caught on, I had to jump on social media and, you know, just you, you follow the scent. You so you started off in New York yep. on stage. Yep. When you piss in the trough, do you, like, go to the side so no one can see it? How do you do it? <laughs> uh, Someone's going to see it if it's like, kind of no, I'm saying, do you, like, let it, like, oh. like, I just let mine hang down. I don't care who's No, no. I'm still, I'm still a little kid. I'm, I, like, I like piss my name. Sometimes I'll piss the score. Sometimes put the hand in front of it so the other guys can't see it. I help the guy next. I pull my pants right down to my ankles and piss my name. You know, the one time, the one time I ever made the mistake of looking over to some, looking over, I've never, I got so scarred. You know, like you have that traumatic memory of of one time you do something, you're like, I'm never going to do that again. I, it's like walking in, like seeing your grandparents like reverse cowgirling or something, and you're like, "Wow, I'm never having sex." You're like, "I'm, I'm out here in five I'm, minutes. I, I, I just, I just let me just go make some microwave popcorn, and it may, may pop up, and I'll be right back." Um, I literally looked over one time, and I watched this guy who had such, he had such a Belichick, he had so much rope, he literally like flung his last three drips off, of it, and I was like, "Holy shit, that looked like a snake." I'm, wow. I'm never gonna look at someone again. What does Belichick have a wanger? Of course he does. He's Bill Belichick. I figured he probably does. He, he, he has to tape it, down, tape it down to the side of his knee. What about you, Don, in a trough? Uh, <laughs> is it, that's, by the way, if you ever hear a call on WEEI, and they're like, all right, let's go to Don in the trough. Don, you're up next. That's Zolo. What do you want to know? What, what do I do in a trough? What do you, how do you like, when you piss in the, when you piss in the trough at Fenway, do you like let it hang out or you kind of sky, like hide it a little bit? I kind of, I kind of, I kind of go to the right to try and get a little bit of attention. And Angle I, it. Oh, yeah. And then I snap a picture. <laughs> uh, so his toy, do you follow his burner account, his toilet selfies? They're incredible. <laughs> do you ever, uh, Actually, let me ask you this. Have you ever been to Buffalo Stadium? Yes. All right. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, what are they called? No. New Era Field? Yeah, yeah. All right. Never. I have never been there. Somebody told there. me this, and I find this to be the most bizarre thing I've ever heard of in my life. They said that they have a trough urinal system, but it's in the shape of a U. So you're looking So you're looking across the way at a guy's dick and making eye contact simultaneously. And I was like, sign me. I was like, that's fucking weird. Uh, that's the only way you do it. Like, that's insane. If that's true, I don't know. I've never been there. I, I don't know if that's what you encountered. But that was like the most mind-blowing bathroom Wait, experience. How much fairness in Buffalo? Is there a barrier that goes up and blocks your prick? According to my buddy, he, the, uh, just, there was, was eye contact the whole time. That's just, my, that's fucking it's like one, crazy. It's like a peep show, almost. Do you yeah. have the barrier to stop the urine, or I mean, a barrier so you can't. I'm assuming there's a know. safe distance. Check out each other's meat whistle. Some, oh, yeah. Although I heard some kid has his hat on backwards and he's just fucking pissing all. No, the I'm just saying, I'm gonna be so hard, it's gonna go right. It's not gonna go in the thing. I'm gonna be so hard. <laughs> so you, so you got some online videos. There's, 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 there's definitely an argument for like, you know how like. Uh, 
sometimes like if you do, if you do shitty in English Premier League soccer, they relegate the team. We should relegate cities in America. We should just kick them to the D League or send them to Canada or Mexico. First one, <laughs> Buffalo. Don, what do we need? What, what do we need? Like, we don't use the Erie Canal anymore. Everyone else figured out and how to make your city? fucking wings. Delaware. Exactly. Did, did the we next city, Canada? Delaware. Because fuck that city, fuck right? Fuck that city. Yeah. So you're still working with the past? By the way, we actually yes, have, sir. A, we have a huge Delaware. How's that, how's that going? So. Still got the online videos. I got a treasure trove of, uh, I think, like I don't know, 400 what, videos on the YouTube channel. Once this airs, I don't know if you'll still have all of them. I was going to say, we might not. <laughs> Everything might get pulled down after that. I used to work for the Patriots until I decided to come on this show. Everyone actually does better once they leave here. Absolutely. Are you kidding me? I'm the better person it's the for it. It's the Monday momentum, the Monday boost. I feel like this is the time where I've like I've flown up to my own fortress of solitude and reconnected with my personal Jarrell here right now. I'm gonna. I left here. I, I arrived, Clark Kent. I'm leaving. Fucking Superman. What's the next in line for you? Great. I have no idea. You guys need a PA? <laughs> Hopefully, drive home, not end up in the ocean and get stabbed as I stop at one of nine roast beef joints on, we'll on walk, the Revere Beach Parkway. We're gonna walk you out. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, we'll get Fitzy the old uh, Fitzy the old. I love Monday special. Hey, there you go, buddy. Great Trust job. What we got next? Well, lately we've been unearthing some of our old segments, and this week is no different. So we want to know, you guys are all straight guys, right? For the most part. All right. Same here, right? There might be a half a bisexual between the three of us. We all is love Tom women. Brady in the equation? He absolutely is in this equation. Right, well, then no. It's just a game. We want people at home to know we're not making fun of anybody. We're just having fun. And we're putting ourselves in, you know, other people's shoes here. So let's get ready to play a little hypothetical homosexual oh, oh man that's a great restaurant we're gonna give you a couple of options hey, McCluskey, <laughs> that's what he yeah. just to stand up I, I think it should that's be right. uh it should be homothetical 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 that should be the name of it the t-shirts would be cheaper yeah yeah you could do that <laughs> hey uh can i get a can i get a copy of this segment that they can run before i host the oscars one day <laughs> absolutely <laughs> yeah hey ladies and gentlemen you know him as that guy who was he was a hit on hypothetical homosexual your host for the oscars fitzy <laughs> Well, the first one's for Mr. Monday. We can get it started with you. Your, your career's not going to get grumpy. You're not going to Can't get any worse. The 1980s were a crazy time for music and movies. These are two guys that dominated the decade. Hypothetically, would you want to be dominated by Rob Lowe or Patrick <laughs> Swayze? I want to, I dirty dance with Patrick Swayze. Him and his, when he had his mullet. Like, so you'd put Rob Lowe in the corner? ass mullet. Rob Lowe's like... He's too feminine, soft ass, like shaved from the waist down. Colts, Colts fan. I want. He's a Colts fan. I want nothing to do with that guy. You're kind of selling me on Rob Lowe. He's shaved from the waist down. He's, that was highly specific. <laughs> May I be honest, sir? That was highly specific. I mean, this was hypothetical. Of course, hypothetical. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Patrick Swayze's butthole is probably all. Dead. And the thing is, hypothetically, I know that Rob wow. Lowe's yeah. definitely spooned another man. And Patrick Swayze definitely hasn't, so I'd go with Patrick Swayze because I wouldn't be gay because he's never done it. So. Uh, first of all, Klusky, do you understand? How dare you step to the memory of Patrick Swayze? How dare you? <laughs> you step to anyone in Point Break, I step outside with you after the show. Number one. Number two, of course you go Swayze. Swayze, are all you day kidding long. me? Dirty Dancing, Roadhouse alone, the same way. Same way that he fucking killed that guy I just by smoke ripping out his throat and shoving his thumb in there, I'd swap out the thumb for something else. Holy shit! <laughs> a beautiful man. He was a ballerina. He was a ballerina. Who was the girl he was dirty dancing with? 
Rob Lowe yeah, Jennifer Grey. Would you want to smell her midsection? Are you kidding me? <laughs> She's Jeannie she Bueller. Give me, of course she I give, would. Are you kidding me? I've let her. She, she was in Ferris Bueller. Anyone Jean, in Ferris Bueller's day off can give me a bullet in landslide any day. Would you smell She's between her breasts? Are you kidding me? I'd crawl 500 yards through Shawshank shit just to have her piss in my ear. <laughs> <laughs> We've already established that Rob Lowe has a shaved butthole and cocaine, so I'm going Rob Lowe. <laughs> hey, everyone, if you want to follow along at home, use the hashtag Rob Lowe's Shaved Butthole <laughs> and play along with this family-friendly He has a silly putty anus. <laughs> with a fade. The next one's for Don Zola. This is real life, right? One was a great guitarist and songwriter. The other one was one of basketball's greatest competitors. Oh, wow. Who no are you brainer. taking like to the back court? John Oates or Larry Bird? This isn't even an argument. I wish you gave me a fair, like a, uh, something I have to think of. This is yeah. Larry Bird. John Oates. Day. So we're not John basing o it on Oates. Oh, shit. John Oates. Larry, Bird, Larry Bird's too big. His, his dick would tear you in I'm half. I'm into this. That's, that's what, I, that's what I'm into. Larry Bird's penis actually has a U in, on the side of it. That, it's the size of a submarine. That's what I think I'm hypothetically into. Uh, would you I, bet you, I bet you Larry Bird has the curve. I bet you he's got a curve. I'm willing to build it. You saw yeah, his, he's got a Randy West? You saw his finger. He can throw a hook shot. Right. He just fucking right. throw the finger up in the air. So you, you, want, you, want the, you, want, you want the hick from French Lick, huh? Over fucking John Hall? How did John Look Hall! That picture! Sir, excuse me, that's John Oates from the, most, the number one duo gotta, of all time. Hall 18, and Oates. 18 number one hits. Hall and Oates. You Are you shitting me? Rock and Soul Par 1. They have Simon and Garfield. They have both of them? Yeah. He wouldn't be into you, Don. He likes rich girls. <laughs> Would you want now Larry you've gone too far, but you know it don't matter anyway. <laughs> Would you want Larry Bird to shave or be unshaven? I'd like a, I'd like an early '80s bird. Is what I guess what I have to say. Okay. Oh my God, I saw that pic. Uh, didn't you take a picture with Larry? I saw that picture. I met Larry last week. Yeah, he looks super excited He's to be here. Accosted him. <laughs> I know. We're basically medium friends. I wouldn't call us best friends. I'm medium. So I, I heard he can. I heard now if you get like. Long before, like that famous story about Wade Boggs with the flight across the country, where he drank He's like worried. sixty dollars lights. Oh, this guy could drink. He could. Yeah. He yeah, could put away like nobody. That that's what I'd want. Yeah, but I gotta say this: I don't think Bird could drink with Boggs. I think Boggs is on a different planet drinking wise. Like I can remember specific nights in my life going into the thirties, like in terms of beers. Sure. Like when I was like a, yeah, like, it's a, a day that ends in AY if you don't have thirty. <laughs> but uh, but I'm like. To hit 60, mm -hmm. like, that's fucking insanity. And I've heard the numbers go anywhere from 54 to 60. That is a, that is a different level. Like, it's a lot of pissing. That's the thing, too, is no one ever talks about that. It's a lot of traffic. They're on it. They're on it. That's a lot of water. Astronaut. They're on it. They're on astronaut diapers, people. I'd like to dedicate it. We should have a whole segment of people come in and break this down. But I've always thought that's, like, the most amazing thing ever. And allegedly, that's the most true story ever because there's, like, seven people that vouch for it. But also, don't forget, number one, I mean, you know, uh, he's a, prof a professional athlete and they're X-Men and they can do different things with baseball bats, basketballs, calories than the rest of us. And those flights back then, they didn't go cross-country all the time. They, they always have to stop and take fuel. Take an hour in St. Louis, go meet up with their road beef, father a couple of children, and then get back on, bang out another 30 Miller Lights. That was living. Where's the next one? Where's these kids popping up? Can't anybody shoot basketballs anymore? Some kid with an ugly mustache and... It's a different world. By the way, Mr. Monday, do you ever hear the name Margot and not think Wade Bugs? No. My mother's name's Margot. 
Oh, shit. <laughs> Damn it. Ironic, ironically, that's the one that Wade Boggs was fucking. Wow. Now, see, you've been here long enough to say that. I wouldn't step to him. I respect the seat, sir. Good day. The next one's for you, Fitzy. All right. Tom Brady has had many backups over the years, mm -hmm. but in the mid-2000s, he was backed up by two Heisman Trophy winners. Not that you're gay, but hypothetically, who would you want to sack in the backfield? <laughs> Doug Flutie or Vinny Testaverde? Oh, man. I, you know what? I know Vinny Testaverde has, what, more touchdowns or more... Uh, right. He's got some records. Like he's got probably got more layoffs or something more, like that. More completions or more whatever. But Testaverde is a jet to me. And even though Patriot, Testaverde is a jet, uh, and I know Belichick loved him, uh, but A, Doug Flutie, even though like the greatest play he ever made as a Patriot is the dropkick, right. uh, he could dropkick it right through me. I'll tell you what. <laughs> I would want him to go long to Gerard Phelan on me any day. 65 yards for the win in Miami. All day, all night. Yeah, and you know what? Finish and then just dump Flutie flakes all and over. And then when he's done, you just yell, He did it! He did it! Flutie did it! Oh, my God! Flutie did it! Remember that? All right, there's one of your all-time great Boston sports. That's where, where were you in the Flutie to Phelan moment over Miami? I was at my house in Saugus, and I remember waking up the next morning, and just it was plastered everywhere. It was just like I remember, uh, like I was at my up house was... with my brothers and all the friends. They were playing cards. I was like sixteen, and then we there was <laughs> we went at a pickup football game. We all fired up. It was age ages I, at the time. I was you know sixteen, and then those guys thirty six, forty six went and had a pickup football game across the street. Awesome. It was the best. I scared the up. shit out of my mother. I yelled so loud in the kitchen and just yeah, did fat kid crazy. laps around the house. Oh, it was oh, awesome. Oh, were you fat before? Oh, hell yeah. Tell me about it. <laughs> <laughs> On a very special I Love Mondays. <laughs> fat Fitzy. Wait a minute, Fitzy. This is what you happens. You grew up. Oh, are you kidding me? 13 years old, 260 you... pounds, bar mitzvah mustache, size 46 pants when you're in eighth grade. Nothing. 260? Yeah, man. Would you Holy start taking Adderall shit. and lose weight? What happened? Uh... What the hell did I do? I think I just went on. I think I just went on like the castaway diet and just ate nothing but volleyballs and fish for a year. <laughs> Whatever I did, it worked. And during that time, all those years I got made fun of. Now all those people pump my gas whenever I go back to my home. Do you have a lot of stretch marks because of it? Damn right, I do. You want to see him? Later. <laughs> I'll see you at the trough. <laughs> By the way, when this show goes network, can we please open right next to Zolo's Ding Dong Hut or whatever he's going to call his gay comedy bar? Can you and I go splitsies on a place called the trough? You literally get the beer poured for you where you stand and piss. You can't move the whole time. You just have to stand, drink, and piss. I like that. Did you ever hear of this for uh, a Bob promo? You guys ever hear of a belly buster? You know what that is? They serve all the drinks at an insanely low price. Like you'll get like a beer for a nickel or a dime, right? But it only goes until the first person in the bar has to take a piss. So everybody's holding. And it's Oof. like after oh. like an hour and a half, it's like someone's weak. Must be a lot of piss like, on the floor in there. That's kind of crazy. Astronaut diapers. They, sh they should put fucking uh, sawdust on the floor in that place. Yeah. I'd bring a salt lick. Soak that shit up. <laughs> Chug. <laughs> Chug a horse. Mr. Monday. Yes. These are two of the coolest guys that have ever walked. From singing to acting, who would you want to serenade you? Dean Martin or Frank, uh, what's this guy's last name? Frank Sinatra. Oh, that's him. Let me tell you something. If Nat King Cole was Caucasian, you wouldn't have even heard of Sinatra. Just so you guys know that. That guy was unbelievable. I heard that Sinatra was a lot of hype. They paid people But I will say, no, Dean Martin. Dean Martin's my guy. I really? Want, I'd want him to serenade me. Absolutely. You know what I find interesting about this is... I'd sing uh, back to him. Being, 
heterosexual men. I would have probably picked the guy I didn't like and fucked him in the ass, but you guys are picking the guy that you want to like you and fuck you in the ass. I find that interesting. <laughs> I know. Is that... I, does, ser- does, does serenade mean something different in the country you're from? <laughs> That's not what he said. Delaware! <laughs> Delaware! Delaware. Uh, Dean Martin, because you can, Dean Martin's got a great voice, he's a crude, like, Sinatra, uh, you know, an excellent voice, and his old blue eyes, I get it, but yeah, like... the mob behind him. He was an entertainer, yeah, and he used to, he, he was he was mob-powered. Yeah. Dean Martin was a, that's a true throwback to an American legend. He was an entertainer Did you watch Dean Martin roast? The greatest things okay. ever. And he always had a, a glass of vodka that was really water in his hands. <laughs> you think it was, was, he, was he really faking the drink? Yeah. No, I he, did an, he did an awesome job. Because let me tell you, that guy drank a lot, and it was also the '60s. I'm gonna, I'm gonna disagree with you to the hilt on that. Him and Jerry Lewis together were awesome. Oh, do you know that they were together as a comedy group, comedy duo for ten years to the day, to the day, really? and then it was fuck, it was done. That's how all relationships should work. Ten years to the day, just expire like Logan's <laughs> Run. You that's get it, a report card at the end. Even Brady's. Sorry, I'm not your father anymore. Hey, we did good. This is great. I can use this for my next relationship. Thank you. What do we got next, Klaus? <laughs> Don is up. Okay, uh, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, okay. Don, this one's for you. Uh, this guy's considered one of the best comedians of all time. And the other was in some really great 80s movies. Would you rather bang Rick Moranis or Groucho Marx? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to go hands down. Uh, this is an easy one. I'm going to Groucho. Groucho Marx, you won't yeah. tell anybody. It's a silent You should have did Groucho. <laughs> no, here's the thing. I, I, I've always thought Groucho Marx was stupid. And uh, I, then again, I've never really given it that much of a chance. But I'm just like Rick Moranis, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. I'm like, I, I can at least tell like my junior sure. high friends, like, hey, I bang that guy. <laughs> right. <laughs> Whenever you borrow Doc uh, Emmett Brown's time Wasn't machine, he in my go blue back in time. Too? What? I, my Blue Heaven. It's a great movie. Underrated Steve Martin. Do you know comedy. how that movie got created? He's Lewis Tully from Ghostbusters, for Christ's yeah. sake. That was the a great movie. Uh, do, you know, do you know how yeah. uh, My Blue Heaven got created? This is interesting. This is nuts. So the people that wrote My Blue Heaven watch Goodfellas, and the last scene of the movie is Ray, uh, Ray Liotta going, you know, I'm out here in the middle of nowhere. I get treated like a schnook and blah, blah, blah. And he's a like, and they were just like, what if we made that into a comedy? Him living in the middle of nowhere in the witness protection. The room. writer of the writer of Mario Puzo's wife, wasn't it? Mario Puzo's wife wrote My Blue Heaven? Yep. I never heard that. Pretty the sure. Godfather writer's wife, ex-wife. wrote ex-wife yeah. wrote ex-wife. My Blue Heaven. Pretty sure. Didn't for, was it like a Frank Oz movie? Too I'm going to say like this: that? if that's not true, we should start saying it anyways because yeah. it's interesting. It's a great idea for a movie. We'll have to Google that. If you're watching at home, uh, go fuck yourself. Fake, <laughs> thank you. Fake screenwriting. Start All right, what's life. the last one we got, Klaus? These two pint-sized heartthrobs are not only clutch in big games, but they can grace the cover of oh, GQ. Geez. If you had to be like a receiver for one of these guys, which one would you pick? Never let him go. No, jeez, no, boy, I had no idea I was gonna get hit with Sophie's Choice, the handsome receiver edition. At the end. <laughs> Shit. You know what? I think Edelman's the easy choice. Uh, and he's still local. You know what? I can't bang anyone within the 495, you know, who could show up again on the Tinder football swipe. So I'll go Dola. I'll go Dola. That's a solid, a solid I'll go, rationale. I'll go Dola. I think we should have thrown a cougar in this one, too, and put Welker in there. <laughs> he's the cougar he's in the book? Actually, interracial cougar, we bring Troy Brown in. What's the, the original cougar. slot receiver? But the problem is with Welker, at this point, he took so many hard hits, he you guys would finish, and he'd be like, yeah, who are you? Yeah, he wouldn't remember. So Welker. Is a male cougar like a tiger, or what do we? What a do we get? Panther. 
A mooger. A mooger. So, what did you think about Mondays before you came to the show? Oh, like I told, like, like I told you, you no, they were they were a drag, but I knew that it was one day. It's gonna it turn. was the hell. It was the shit. It was. It was the, the, you know, it was the dark side of the moon I had to get through to see the beautiful light of the next day. So Mondays make me, I, I want Mondays. I, 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 I appreciated them because they made me look forward to Tuesday. You know, it was the rainstorm to the sunshine. It was the Zolo to the Monday. You know, you had to just, you had to get through one thing. To make sense. <laughs> no, 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 no. Don't try to save yourself. Well, these are, I'm not going to bother. Are you kidding me? What do you got for shows this coming the Dean Martin you got the shows, uh, anything you guys on social media? Well, you have me back next Monday? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I got some, sh- uh, just doing a lot of like, you know, a lot of the South Shore fundraisers, some shows in town, hopefully, uh. Yeah, we'll see what happens. And looking forward to football season, making the videos on the YouTubes, whatever, and uh, on the socials at Fitzy GFY with fresh content every day because being a Pats fan is a 247-365 kind of job. Know what I mean? Well, you're welcome up at any Monday. Thank you, my Anytime. man. Anytime. Even a Tuesday, we'll let you come up. Yeah? What do you guys, what's, what's Tuesdays all about? The worst day of the week. Absolutely. Because <laughs> it's not Monday. That's right. This was a blast. Well, Thanks you, for you having me, guys. Up <laughs> Thank you, buddy. We hate to see Mondays come and go, but just remember, Monday is to seize the opportunity. Monday on three. One, two, three. Monday! Monday!